Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Is it irresponsible of people to go abroad on holiday? You know, right now, well, people will say in the middle of a pandemic, others will say at the end of a pandemic. It depends on who you happen to be talking to and what experts you happen to be talking to. But Dublin Airport has seen flights to a number of European destinations resume this week. Ryanair is operating flights to Spain, Portugal and Italy. And the Department of Health is still advising people to avoid non-essential travel abroad for the moment. But some passengers today were happy to travel. One piece of audio I heard on the news was a man heading abroad for a holiday and choosing to fly home to Belfast as opposed to Dublin to avoid the 14-day quarantine period. The government has been adv- has been advising people or has been advised to lift the 14-day quarantine period uh, for people from uh, next Wednesday. And the Aviation and Re- uh, Recovery Task Force was set up 2 weeks ago to make recommendations on how to help the Irish aviation sector recover financially because whether you know it or not the aviation sector around the world has lost up to I think the figure is around 95 billion dollars at this stage. And a lot of jobs, as you noticed during the week, of course, Aer Lingus laid off more people. And this is just the start of it. If that quarantine period is not lifted within a very quick or reasonable amount of time, they said that more will be let go, more people will be let go because they just can't afford to continue to pay people. And the state is not paying them, of course. The state is paying a percentage, but it's up to Aer Lingus and Ryanair and all the other airlines to continue paying their staff a percentage. And how can they do that when they're not, their business is down by 95%? Realistically... If we, you know, if the flights to Spain and Portugal and everywhere else reopen again um, with the quarantine period, the only people that can go away on holidays are people who are unemployed and quarantine doesn't mean anything to them or those who are quite wealthy and, you know, can take five weeks off work. And basically it says that Ireland is now significantly behind other European member states when it comes to restoring air travel. But tonight I want to know if you think it is irresponsible of some of, uh, I suppose, to heed or to heed the warnings and others not to? Or is it irresponsible for those to go away in holidays, those who are actually heading away in holidays? Is that irresponsible? Um, Some countries are beginning to open up for foreign tourists. Spain uh, appealed for British tourists to visit, saying their holidays will not be radically affected by temperature checks and health forms. Minister Manuel Munez insisted Spain is now a particularly safe place with coronavirus rates that are among the lowest in the world. Can't really say bad about that, but we have to take into consideration that people are coming from all different countries. So, you know, we obviously Germany's seen a little bit of a spike again. Uh, other countries have seen little bits of rises and falls and everything else. So it's still hanging around there, that, the, you know, the COVID-19. How dangerous it is depends on your age, I suppose, and your vulnerability to it. And he insisted that the decision not to impose any, any quarantine, even though other countries are forcing incomers to isolate, was based on confidence that the disease was under control in Spain. The first Britain started to arrive in Spain this week after Madrid lifted its ban on foreign tourists and opened its beaches in glorious 100 degree heat. I don't want to be encouraging you as all, but it is a nice place. As travel firms have slashed the price of a one-week holiday to £300 after Downing Street signalled travel corridors could be introduced to 10 countries from the 4th of July with no quarantine. Spain's reopening after three months of a lockdown comes as the travel firms have uh, uh, seized on a talk of air bridges and hacked down prices in an effort to tempt families and other older passengers into a summer bre- uh, beach break. And tourists entering Spain will face a temperature check, a visual check, and will need to fill out a health form indicating they've had no symptoms or been in contact with anybody with COVID-19. In other words, as long as you're healthy, there's no problem. You don't have a temperature. 
What happens if you develop one on the plane? I suppose you'll be sent home. Uh, there will also be a follow-up contact over the next fortnight while you're on holiday to make sure you haven't developed any symptoms. I can't see that happening, by the way. I can't see them contacting every holiday maker and saying, how are you feeling? He added that hotels and resorts have been put in place and put protocols in place to minimise the risk of spread. And also the president believes the holiday experience will not be radically different, uh, but it will be safer. But I want to get your thoughts on people heading away on holidays abroad right now. Do you think it's irresponsible? Some people suggest it is. Others say absolutely not. It's time to get back to normal again. Let me know what you think. The number is 0871880008. Do you think it's irresponsible of people to go away on holidays to a foreign destination, be it in Europe? Well, you won't be going to America yet because you can't. Uh, but generally to Europe at the moment, there is places available. Is it irresponsible to do that? 0871880008. Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andy? Ah, not, not, not too bad, no. And are you heading off this year on a holiday? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Like, you know, there's, there's a, I, I'm probably one of these people, I, I'm taken in by all this sort of stuff that says COVID-19 is has not gone away and that, you know, the, what they call the, the uh, vaccine won't be around for the uh, number of years, if ever, and that, you know, it's still highly contagious and it'll only take a few people to kick it off again and we'll be back to the stage of, of sort of having people in, you know, healthcare systems, workers being, you know, subjected to viral load. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that. So I, I I ask myself, you know, as a citizen, you know, of, of the land, what, do I really want to be contributing to creating risk for others because I want to go and sit in the sun and drink beer? Um, and, 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 and watch flashing lights at night, um, you know. So it, it's a matter of choice now. Um, but I certainly won't be doing it because I, I, I take my responsibilities towards other people, you know. So you think not, other not people who have a different view to you are irresponsible? They could say that you're they're not being irresponsible and you're just overreacting. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm saying, in my humble opinion, that I'm taking a responsible view that coronavirus and COVID-19 has not gone away, that the thing... Well, no, no, that's not a view. No, you're you're right. That's not a view. It is. It it hasn't gone away. It's still there. Well, look, because, look, I mean, I'm I'm hearing lots of people saying it's it's an overreaction. And, you know, when we all look back at this, we'll say, oh, only 40,000 people died in the UK. And how many... one seven are we up to here? No, but no, we're, I think it's around one nine now at this stage. One nine. Um, but, but again, the majority of those will be in care homes, sadly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we're going to say, oh, we, why did we bother loading our children with debt for the future because of a, a few deaths? And, and, and the answer really is, what, what would have happened if we hadn't done what we've done? We won't know. Well, well I, I, don't, I don't believe the prediction um, that was predicted at the, first, at the first stage would have ever happened. Um, I don't think that would have ever been the case because even when you look back at Leo Varadkar's speech after the lockdown, when he decided to lock down from tomorrow morning, so to speak, that was that famous weekend of the schools closing. Yeah, even on the lockdown, he said, even though we're locking down, up to 10,000 people will die, which was a complete and utter exaggeration because we didn't know much about it. In UK, they expected 500,000 to die. In America, they they were expecting millions to die. So, I mean, there was a... There was a whole narrative put out there at the very start by the WHO that 5% of the population who, was, who got the infection would die. There was a 5% mortality, which turned out to be completely false. So in, in saying that, I'm not suggesting the lockdown wasn't right. At that particular time, it was the right thing to do because... Yeah, well, you know, it, we, sounds, we, it sounds like now that you're supporting the, uh, the, the, 
the anti-WHO sort of, you know, narrative. That, well, no, uh, I'm, I, I do believe that, the that, WHO. That it's all a big scam. But, well, I'm, I'm not, scam. No, I'm not in the, Are you suggesting for one minute that anybody thinks that COVID-19 is a scam? Oh, fucking sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm not so, one of them. I genuinely believe that, that, that people have died in this country because of COVID-19. Why would I suggest well, it was a scam? No, because people would say, actually, they didn't. They died of something else, and it was put down as COVID-19. That's the stuff that I'm... I'm well, no, well, well, hang on. on, well, on, well, on pe- well, people did die of other viruses and other diseases and cancer and other things, and it was put down as COVID-19 because they were COVID-19 positive. There's no doubt about that. Should doctors have verified that? But, yeah. th- but not everybody... There are people whose lives were shortened by COVID nineteen. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So, so it, it, it is a life threatening disease. Absolutely. Illness. For for those but, who were in a very very vulnerable situation, of course, it was a life threatening disease. I, I think I think we'll find. And what about, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, Andy, that you would think that for one minute I would have thought it was a scam. The point I was trying to make before you interrupted me was I didn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe. Sorry uh, for interrupting. No, that. you're all right. I think at that particular time, because we were unsure. And the information coming out of the WHO was telling us it seemed to be a lot worse. And again, maybe they had the information they had at the time, you know, uh, obviously was a guesstimate, was wrong. But it was the right thing to do at that time to lock down, to be cautious. COVID-19 could quite easily have snowballed. It could have. I believe. Absolutely snowballed. But it would have never, it would have never been like the Spanish flu. Well, we do know that now because when we look at the rate, no, when we look at the rate of infection... Yeah. And that, and, and we we estimate how many people were infected because we can only the figures we go on are how many people were tested. So we can only estimate how many people were infected. Probably four or five times as many people were actually tested positive. And and then we look at the amount of people who have died around the world. It does seem the mortality rate is quite low. Even in the British government, they said the mortality rate is less than 05 percent. Well, so, I think I think Boris Johnson was 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 life. I think I actually do course. think Boris Johnson was life and death. Of course, and, and he was I, very I unfortunate, was, wasn't he? And I, well, I don't think he was that unfortunate. I think if you go around sort of you know. Mixing people, shaking hands, and sort of going, oh, I'll be grand once you yeah, wash my hands. And what would happen? And he, I'll guarantee you, I'll guarantee you he nearly died. And that was, that, that was actually something that they, you know, when you talk about cover-ups, I would say there was an absolute new sort of blackout in terms of how sort of close to death's door he was. And they went, oh, yeah, we're getting a bit of oxygen. To, okay, to but if Boris breathing. Johnson nearly died, which, which I, I'm not denying he possibly was at death's door, he possibly was very close to death, and with yeah. the information, now he would get more information than we do, obviously, because he gets all the information and he's been given all the information. What he does with it, recklessly or otherwise, yeah. responsibly, is, <laughs> is his own. But, the word springs to mind. Okay, but then why do you think, at the moment, Britain are so anxious to open their country? By the 5th of July, he wants business as usual in Great Britain. Pubs open, bars open, restaurants open, uh, almost everything, with exceptions of indoor gyms and swimming pool or theme parks. Why do you think he wants everything open by the 5th of July? If if indeed he believes it was that serious. Because COVID-19, a little virus, has nearly brought down world capitalism, hasn't it? You know, single-handedly. It's, you know, it's, it's wrecked it. It's derailed it. It's, you know, it's, it's made... Yeah, but you, say, you the, say that like capitalism is a very bad thing. And, you know, I, 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 I don't... I, I, think, I do think it's... A, well, I, know, it's, I, I don't disagree that, you know, I don't agree with people having enough wealth to feed a country. But in saying that, I do agree that, you know, capitalists employ most of us um, or people yeah, who are quite and, and wealthy we, employ us. We buy into this greed, you know, it's all, you know, you've got to go out and buy new clothes. You've got to go out, spend your wealth on cars. And well, what's wrong with having you know? new clothes and cars? A car and new clothes. What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with it? Do you want us all to be running around like we're in the 1950s? You know, painting our laces on our feet and robbing apples off carts? I'm just saying there's there's a massive... Let's say all businesses out there is to sell the dream, the dream of the shiny new car. And if you want to buy into that, then off you go. But but Andy, you're, you're surprising me tonight. What's wrong with the ambition? And of success for people to want to get a good job, be successful. Let me let me finish. What I'm saying. What's wrong with the dream and the ambition for somebody who's 21, 22 years of age to get a good job, a good career, have a nice car, a nice home, and be able to change their clothes on a regular basis? What's wrong with that dream? Because life doesn't fucking happen like that. And it's yes, not it does. Equal. No, it does. If you oh, wanted it to. Bollocks. No, it fucking what's, does. But what's wrong with that dream? You said, God, you sound very <laughs> begrudging tonight, Andy. Well, probably can pissed off with the whole sort of, you know, situation of, 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 of yeah, being, being stuck in for weeks, you know, losing work, struggling to pay bills, struggling to sort of keep a company going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy, you know, but that's, that's the whole thing is, as, as I see it, in my little opinion, you know, we're fed this sort of whole thing about how happy we're going to be because you can go off and get your qualifications, you can get a good job and yeah. You know, the world will come along. And it doesn't work out like that. But it now. does work out like that for a lot of people. A lot of no, people get you. They're not going to get you life like Bill Gates no. or are you these big philanthropists or anything like that. But then certainly a lot of people will be successful in their lives. They'll make enough money to have a nice lifestyle for the rest of their life. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's a nice aspiration. And, and, that's, because, and that's because those people that get, get have that sort of lifestyle come from that lifestyle. That's bullshit. Those, that is bullshit. No, it's not, no, it's not Absolute bullshit. and utter no, bullshit. No, you're, no, you're talking to your whole now, Andy. No, I am not. Andy, I go, hang on for a second, Andy. I came from... Again. I Well, no, hang on. I'm not, not going to let you say this. I came from a family that didn't have much money. I didn't have... Listen, Niall, I've met people on courses that went to school with you. Okay, what do they say about me? They... They were very polite about you now. <laughs> How about that? What? What did they say about me, Andy? They, they 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 said you were probably a bit noisy or something. I can't quite remember. A bit exactly what? what? A bit noisy. A bit noisy. 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 Oh, I possibly. was noisy. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. I I I bring in my school reports. I actually found them the other day, and I said to Lena, I must bring them in, right? But on every one of my reports, it says, you know, good, very good, good, very good, because they didn't give you marks in those days, right? But at the very bottom, there was always, you know, the teacher's note, Niall is very disruptive in class and tends to talk a lot. But there you go. If they had have harnessed that then, they would have known what my career was going to be. Exactly, no. But the the, the, the reality is that most people that that come from, like, like sort of certain areas, whether it's Darndale or whatever, do not have the same opportunities as those people who come from Dorky. Uh, I, 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 I take the point you're making, and sometimes because of the parents that you have or because of the life that your parents lead, they may not give you those opportunities or, or seek those opportunities for you. But I think everybody and, has... And I'll tell you this, now. Everybody has, everybody has the equal right to every opportunity. Don't. Now, listen, I'll just tell you one thing. One of the reasons why I'm so pissed off recently is because I've sort of lived and seen far more of my local area and got to understood, you know, the the <laughs> drugs, the children, the hundred quid a day they get for, you know, riding motocrosses around, ferrying drug dealers, drugs around, you know, the whole sort of hiding money in sort of flash cars and, and that sort of aspiration that capitalism brings, you know, and it, and it's absolutely wrong. And I see that. And, and, and there isn't that area, let's say. That's not the way society 
you know, the people that live in, in, in sort of the areas that consume the large amounts of drugs that are probably sort of, um, what's the word for it, you know, sold around here, mm-hmm. um, are the ones that are creating that fucking dreadful environment because I'm the one that has to sort of listen to lads whizzing up and down the roads on motocrosses. And so and it's, it's just bollocks to say that, you know, people have the same opportunities and aspirations when, you know, there's criminal gangs operating and, and kids can go and earn 100 quid a day. Well, I, I get, you, you know, know I... No, 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 absolutely. Look, I, I agree with that part. But but let me get back to the holidays because we're, we're going off on a tangent now. I'm really, inter- I'm really interested in what people have to say about me in school, by the way, but whenever we'll, we shall move on. It wasn't and, that I, interesting, no, <laughs> don't worry. He was a little bollocks. Was it something along those lines? No, no. I, I've forgotten the guy's name that told me, actually. But, you no, know. you needn't tell me his name anyway. I don't no, okay, I forgot. I forgot. But no, they weren't, they weren't so unflattering. They did, they did say you stood out a bit, I think, was the... the, uh, the All right, okay. You know, the, I think actually the you were always getting into arguments for... Um, <laughs> I think that's one of the things that actually they did say. I think I can honestly say that out loud. Um, well, well, there you go. That led on to bigger and better things. I will say there, Francis, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Francis? How you doing, Niall? There you go. I always get into arguments I in school. I even know where to start with that <laughs> yeah. argument you've had or discussion. Okay, but Francis, I mean, would you go away in holidays if they lift this quarantine... Uh, you know, and the, well, they're suggesting lifting it on the 1st of July now, according to a committee or a okay. task force. Well, I have a holiday booked for September. Okay. Um, so I'm on the fence as to whether or not. The one thing that's stopping me is my employer, I suppose, um, whether I'll have to quarantine 14 days when I come back. Mm. Uh, even if they lift that, I know there's going to be um, criteria in work that I'll have to follow before I can go back into work. They're actually very strict, honest. You, um, do you work in healthcare? No, I don't. I actually in the construction industry. Oh, okay. So, but if they lift the quarantine, your employer will have no legal right to impose a quarantine. Well, I no, I'm not saying that they would uh, insist on a quarantine, but I think they might insist on uh, a doctor's note or something. You know that you would have to get tested before you were. Back in the workplace, you know. I think that would be a bit of an imposition on anybody, by the way. You know, unless... I'm not saying that they yeah. would. Yeah. Or they, that would be my thinking right. at the moment because of how strict it is in, in work, you okay. know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that, I think the whole lockdown thing was a bit of a, look at, you see the kids out of school and I don't know where I live anyway, there's gangs of them. Um, everywhere. The word social distance means yeah, nothing to it them. It means nothing. I mean, I was, I, I'm working near town and I was coming through the Phoenix Park about two, three weeks ago during the good weather. Yeah. And I was stopped did you see Leo? Did you see Leo Varadkar? He was I out there. Snap. I believe he was out there in the sun <laughs> drinking a few beers. I was driving through and I was stopped at the Parkgate Street end mm. of it. Oh. I was in the car on my own. I was stopped and checked. And when I say there was thousands of people all over the grassy areas walking through the park gates which are quite narrow yeah. walking past the guards and they're stopping me in a car on my own to ask me where I'm yeah, there was a lot, from there was a lot of things that were quite illogical during that period of yeah, time yeah. yeah 
And, you know, the kids not going back to school yet. They're they're everywhere, you know. You can't... Oh, yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm worried them. about my children going back to school, yet you're quite happy to see your kids run out the door every morning and play with all their mates out on the road. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, know, there's no logic to the whole thing, yeah. I think there has to be um, a certain amount of personal responsibility on this. And, you know, if you're going to travel, I think, you know... On the plane, the mask, mask the yeah. whole lot, you know. Well, I, I imagine that's going to be the case anyway. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I was in Italy in February, um, just before the last I remember day. we spoke to you the yeah. week, the week uh, it was actually on the Monday, I think, before the Thursday, that Leo came on the telly and said that the schools were closing. So I think we spoke to you that, and you were kind of concerned about going away to Italy yeah, that week. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in Rome there for um, a week, and... When we arrived at the airport, um, we were tested. Um, our temperatures were taken at the airport. Now, there was nothing happening in Rome because it was 300 miles away up north, you know. But having said that, it was pretty, even at that stage, you know, you people were washing their hands. There was sanitizers in restaurants and stuff like that. It was pretty okay. Like, you wouldn't think there was anything going going on. I came back then. And straight away, I had to report to work that I had um, been, been away. Could I come back? So I had to kind of ring my doctor, ring the HS or HSE and see what their advice was. The doctor and the HSE, the same advice. If I wasn't shown any symptoms, to carry on life as normal. So that's what I did, you know. Um, now, a whole different scenario. So I think that the only thing that would stop me now, I think, is probably if I have to quarantine when I come back, because there's no way I could take... So what well, So what do, you, what do you think of what Andy is saying, that people who are going away, uh, you know, during a pandemic, so to speak, um, and, you know... Unnecessarily. COVID, unnecessarily. In other words, a holiday, because that's not necessary. You could holiday in Cork if you want to. He's mm-hmm. basically saying it's irresponsible, and he's not going to be any part of that. Correct. Look, he's entitled to his his opinion. I'm not disagreeing with him. During the the lockdown... um, Well, you couldn't have gone during the lockdown. Well, I cocooned. Um, I didn't go out. I know people still were meeting in their gardens, having drinks and, you know, front garden parties or whatever you like to call it. I did none of that. I didn't see my parents for about eight weeks. You know, it was telephone calls or whatever, you know. So, you know... I've taken the precautions, but how long do you, how long does this go on? At some stage, you have to, life has to go on and you have to kind of say, well, look, I could catch it from the person beside me. You just don't know. You could have got got it already. Yeah, go ahead, Andy. The reason why we don't catch it off the person beside us is because the chance of them having it has reduced significantly because there's far fewer cases. The well, it's it's people, infinitesimal yeah. at this stage. It's so small they can't even measure it now. Right. So that the point. minute, yes, and at the point that people start travelling again, you know, that this is what the whole thing was about. You know, if we don't do it, it can't happen. So once we start doing it and we start travelling around, then we will increase the risk, the chance of, of the virus spreading. I mean, and, and if, if and when the virus may or may not come back, then that's what we could be faced with, a second lockdown. So, well, no, we won't. Yeah, well, they've, are, al- they've already clarified. Yeah, well, they've already clarified there won't be a second lockdown. <laughs> well, well let's, let's just watch this space. I think you need to sort of... One thing... They and, couldn't and again, afford it, Andy. This, they couldn't now, afford I'm it. Go- I'm going to tell you one thing now. I do a lot of health and safety training, and I preach 
that there's three killer behaviours, and that's rushing, distraction, and complacency. And any time we sort of fall into one of those categories of behaviour, we are heading for trouble. And at the moment, I believe, a lot of people now, after the boredom, to a certain extent, to myself as well, you know, we've, we've lost that sort of sudden news that COVID-19 is a real bad thing, when we've dropped off. Well, some guard. people have. Some people we've, are still panicking. A lot of, well, I think a lot of people are starting to drop the guard. But hang on, Andy, would it not be fair to say that before even we got to phase two, or phase one probably even, um, people had become complacent anyway? I was seeing no, people... Some people think of it bollocks. Yeah, well, well no, within uh, the first two or three weeks, I think everybody took it very, very seriously. And well, sure, there was, it was like Christmas Day every day out on the streets. There was nobody out there. And then after about three weeks, before we got to the first phase... I'd seen a, a level of complacency where people were venturing mm. out a bit more, out of the parks. Well, and, okay. and, yet, and then we went to the first phase, which is now nearly four and a half, five weeks ago now, right? And we went to the first phase, well, it's a bit more actually, we went to the first phase and more people were coming out on the streets and more people were meeting each other and there was the traffic yeah well well okay traffic volumes were, were up they've been up for six weeks now traffic volumes people were having sly parties in no. their houses and the point is all that complacency crept in in the last two weeks it's almost like normal out there and yet the numbers yeah. are not going up so what does that tell you Andy because there's not many cases in Ireland because the actual the lockdown was a success in terms of stopping well that's one theory the that's one theory well, the other what, theory is that it was going it, it was going the other theory that by a lot of other scientists who were equally qualified as Mr McConkie and Luke O'Neill and the rest of them is that the virus was going to suppress itself anyway as as many viruses do they just vanish they eventually run out and of again, people and and again and and that's what the whole thing about is you you reduce the transmission rate you reduce the amount of people that are infected and therefore the virus you know can't spread so yeah look it depends what you want to believe now if, if you want to believe well, that i mean actually, you can go this is the... where we're getting there's lots of scientists that, sorry sorry just make one point and i'm not sure that, that yeah, you some scientists, <laughs> no I, I, will, I will i will just feed now um uh, it's some scientists say oh it's you know it's it's not such a big deal and that really you know you, you, which side of the fence do you sit on Who? you choose Anybody, everybody has to choose which side of the fence they want to believe. But you're, you're, yeah. ma- you're making it like sides, and it shouldn't be a divide and conquer thing at all. I mean, we're human beings. And but being human, be- human beings, we like to integrate, we like to socialise, we like to interact well, with other human beings. That's what I, we do. Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, I, I, I like, believe it or not, I like to sort of interact with people as well, you know? Um, so what are you, you going to, like, what do you, I, I mean, if you take it down the rabbit hole that, you're kind of insinuating, and I'm not saying you, you are, but, no, but, but, saying, but you're, you're saying that we should behave in this kind of social distancing, terrified, for, afraid uh, mode no, until a no, vaccine comes along. It's not about it's not about being terrified, and and, and I do believe that you do see some people that are fr- wear. There's, I think there's two types of people that wear masks: those that are, you know are afraid of catching the virus, and those who don't want to spread it. And I'd probably say that most people are afraid of catching it that wear masks. I, I don't know. And Which that, and, is a pointless and, you know, exercise, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, the point is that there's not that many people wearing masks. There's, and, a, there's also those who wear masks because they're virtue signalling as well. Because they what? They want to look good on Instagram. Yes, yeah, so, you know, I've seen people use the mask pictures on their profile pictures now on Instagram and Facebook, and it looks ridiculous. Sorry, but just, sorry Francis, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, yeah. So uh, hopefully, and where are you going, by the way? Spain? Tenerife. Tenerife. Supposed to be, uh, in September, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so it's booked in all, is it? Uh, it's booked since January or something, you know. Oh, right, okay, but, okay. Um, 
but look, at, I, I don't know. The only thing that's going to stop me now is if, you know, something happens there, that there's an outbreak there or my work. But it just won't be possible to take a month off work. That's just. Okay, well, they are you know, they are talking about now. I'm not. By the way, I'm not giving it. That's going to disappear until we go. Yeah, can disappear until we quarantine. But I mean, look, it will. I I have no doubt that the two week quarantine will disappear within the next month at least. Who's uh, open up gyms now. and stuff? What's that? What's that going to? What's it know, again? They're going to open up gyms and stuff like that. So yep. I mean, if they're worrying about, I mean, you can't. You can't go to the dentist or whatever, but you can go to a gym. The kids can't go to school, but, you know, these... But you can go to these, McDonald's, yeah. I yeah, know, yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, where's, there's no logic or reason to what to what's happening yeah. at the moment, you know? No. So, yeah, I mean... I, I, and, I, and I think, Andy, you would agree with that. I mean, the, you can't get a cervical cancer test, but you can go to McDonald's and get a burger. So I think you'd all agree that there is... A, I mean, some of the stuff just has no logic to it. I, I need to go and see the dentist now, you know? Um, but I, I don't see the dentist being home. Um, I, I do see, you know, the importance of education. I mean, I absolutely scream the importance of education as, as the only way that people really can sort of, let's say, change social standards. And I think it's dreadful that, you know, kids are missing out on their education and that will have knock-on consequences. You know, and, and what is dreadful is kids are not going to school, yet they can congregate in gangs, fucking gangs, we have you know, that. around the place. And that, that situation know. is getting worse, by the way. And, and that's not just, that's a, like, kids are just out playing. I mean, you know, I'm not, I, I, I just, you know, as I drive around the place, I mean, as I said to you, know, I, I, I drive trucks as well. Do you drive you a know. nice car? Uh, no, <laughs> Seems we're talking about nice cars I, earlier. I, I have a 12-year-old van, the Nile. That, there you go. <laughs> that's what I drive. Oh, okay. But I do, have, I do have a motorbike, which is, um, which sometimes goes past your place on, on a late at night after I finish work. But that's, and, and that's the, the, the offices down, down on, on the keys. Um, but, yeah, kids are out playing. You know, you sort of like go, what the fuck? You know, have you just forgotten about this? You know, the kids are the transmitters. And, the, you know... They're not kids are the... Hold on. But I think, actually, you'll probably find that the whole thing about, you know... I've been a long day, I was all building up. Well, your, your friends in the WHO there, they, they were the ones who actually put out information that said there is no, absolutely no case um, of true contact tracing of a child ever passing it to an adult. And when they were talking about under 12 specifically, but they said there was no case of a child passing it on to an adult. That was the WHO put that out themselves. Yeah. I, so I so what does that tell you? Well, that tells us kids should be back, under 12 should be back at school. Absolutely. But there's no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, and that's why in most other countries, they are back in school. But stay there for a second, um, both of you. Let me just go to uh, Joan, you're on Classic Kids. Uh, Joan. Hi, how are you? Hi, you, Joan. Oh, sure, I'm great for him. Thanks be to God. Uh, out of your what? cocoon? Are you out of your cocoon yet? Oh, yes, I am indeed. I mean, mentally, they had us as if, like, everybody was under death. It's not the feeling you had, which was fear. Now the fear has gone. To a well, I don't extent. know if it's gone. I think some people Well, still have it, so. I think it's been more careful now, and you feel good in yourself that you're careful. However, it'll be interesting to see how the banks and all will go, and if people can afford to go away. There are a couple of irresponsible things that can happen now. First of all, the children, we're not sure exactly when they're going back to school. A lot of parents take them out just when they're going back to school, which teachers don't like. To go on holidays. Going to go, 
back to school, come out again, go on a holiday to Tenerife. That is irresponsibility, I believe. Okay, well, I think we'd all agree with that. You shouldn't be taking your kids out of school to go on holidays. Okay, but yeah, get but you getting can. Away. get away cheap at peak time now. Well, yeah. I know, I know. You don't need to wait for off peak. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, I, if the isolation business... Of okay, but get, no, let's, let's just stick to the point. John, people who... So, for example, France is yep. now... Mind you, France is not going away until September. But I'm going to talk to Mark in a second. Actually, can I just bring Mark on with you? That would be interesting, actually. Okay. And you can shout them over each other for five minutes. Mark! How's it going, now? Yeah, you're going to Spain next week. Yeah, I booked it yesterday. I'm heading off uh, Wednesday week, yeah. Okay, so, Joan, is he irresponsible? Uh, it depends um, why he's choosing to go away because we... So he can lie on a beach and drink a few beers, I no, imagine. No, you yeah, can do yeah, that here. Exactly Wait, right, now, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you can do that here in Fannet Beach, the most magnificent beach. As long and as you I'm wear a jumper. No, I wasn't there or anything funny. Wait till I tell you, Niall. You know your own people here and you know their expectations. You're going away maybe to wherever that you don't really know the people. They may automatically sit up close. You don't know the Okay, language. well, let me just translate that for Mark. Mark, why didn't you go to Gory or somewhere like that, you gobshite, instead of Spain? Yeah. <laughs> why? Because it, it's not 30 degrees in Gory now, is it? Oh, this uh, is it is, of course. The weather's warm enough. It's Actually, here, yeah. it's too much <laughs> sunshine. Now it's, it's not good to rain. No, it's it's yeah, only 15 degrees today. It was raining. Okay, it's a bit warmer now, actually, at the moment than it was earlier on today. But, but okay, yeah, but Mark, like... what do you what do you say to people who believe that you're being irresponsible? And by the way, are you working, Mark? No, I'm not working at the minute, and um, I'm not on the uh, welfare either. Okay, so I, time time off, I talk time off work myself. Right. When I come back, if I have to go into isolation, that's no problem. I will do two weeks isolation. I'm going oh. to wear my masks at the airport, etc. When I'm out in public, I'll take all the precautions that have asked of me to be taken. Right. I don't Mark, see why. Mark, did you win I, the lottery? Did you win the well, lottery, Mark? To be honest, it's none of your... Uh, I wouldn't say it's your business to where I get my I money from. If you the I'm, I'm in a position where I can go away. So yep. when restrictions are lifted, Spain says the tourists can come, so why can't they? Well, you see, one of the reasons, Niall, that Ireland, they're too expensive, and that's wrong. Now, the people that could go away, things are good at the moment. The people? You mean Mark? Yeah, let's talk about yeah. Mark there. Yeah. Okay, Mark. The people. Let's not generalise them, all right? No problem, yeah. Okay, Mark. Well, Mark, I don't know whether you're married or not, are you? No, I'm not, no. Ah, oh, well, then, sure, you have it all to yourself. If you're married, you've got to think differently, Well, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be straight with you. I was in Spain the end of January there, just Lovely. before the lockdown came in. And it, it was the weather was brutal. I paid three hundred and fifty euro for the holiday, and the weather was absolutely brutal. For, should it, uh, brutal. We should have known that it was January for God's sake. When there was thunderstorms and everything, and I said, right, as soon as all this is lifted, I'm going away. And I got for this time of year, I got it for the same price, three hundred and fifty quid. So I said to myself, why was not? Was that for a week? Was it? That's for a week. That's in Tenerife, dinner and everything included in Costa Brava. Right. Okay. Insane. I went to Spain, Mark, you're still single, are you? You didn't find somebody there that might keep you over there, no? No, no, they didn't know. Oh, Andy, Andy, well, Andy, are you still there? I, I, yeah. Yeah, you you listen to Mark there, he said, Viva Lespana. Yeah, the wire under 35, you know, increasing the infection rate, because of people like Mark don't give a bollocks. I tell you, I'm not 35. <laughs> he doesn't sound under 35. In fairness, oh. I would have put him at about 42, 43. Ah, no, no, come on. I'm 38 years of age. Okay, all right. So, so, so you're not a million miles away. You know? <laughs> no, but, no, no. But the point is, Mark, what we're saying is, you know, 
you're not particularly worried about COVID-19. You know, you're going to do what you have to in terms of wearing a mask. You know, but let's just say, you know, you get a chance of a shift when you're out in Spain. What are you going to do? Wear a mask? I don't know. I'd have to get her to take the mask off first, wouldn't I, to see if she are right? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, where's the social distancing going to be? You know, and, and, and that... No self discipline, though. Sorry, what did you say, Francis? Has he got no self discipline? You know, not when he sees a woman, that's it, you know. Well, he is saying that. Come on. Once he gets the old alcoholic lubricant inside him. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I checked up at the hotel. They have all social distance implemented, and um, the same at the beach beside everything. So, I, I, I don't see the problem. Why? You know? You have to keep your distance, Mark. Why do oh, you I, think that Spain's not going to take the same precautions or more than what's, going, than what's happening here? Like, it's, of course they are. And yeah, I mean, I mean that's a fair point. You know, I mean, I mean, Spain seems to be taking it very seriously. I mean, they don't want to go down the same road again either. But they need tourism yeah. just like we do. Because oh, yeah, oh, yeah. and why well, are we? Well, let Andy answer that. Sorry, Andy, go ahead. Well, why, why are we worrying about the Spanish, you know, tourist economy? Well, we're not. We're worried about our tourist economy as well. Well, so why, so why aren't we encouraging? If we're worried about our tourist economy, why aren't we worrying about, like, you know, our own? Because we're and, and looking at how we holiday at home. The week I got in Spain for three hundred and fifty euro, you wouldn't get a decent hotel in Ireland for a right, weekend with right. your dinner, breakfast included. He's in right. For that. Have you seen Andy? Have you seen the prices that Irish hotels are charging? Well, Going yeah. back, it's, I, I, it I, I is high. I, I guess what, man? I'll just do get the violin out. I can't fucking afford to go to hotels. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, I, well, I, would, I wouldn't personally anyway, but that's just my own personal preference. I mean, I'm like Mark. I like to leave the country. I, I, yeah. If I'm going on holiday, I want to go to somewhere where it feels a bit well, different. I, I'm like one of these many people now that has been impacted greatly by the COVID-19, you know, in terms of my earnings and, and everything else. As I sort of said to you, I, I, I do try and, you know, I, I follow this capitalist fucking dream and have my own company and work for myself. And, and every, a lot of, let's say, a lot of the stuff that I do has just gone off the radar and I am getting by and that's it. But you sound very angry, Andy. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm angry in terms of when I listen to people say that society's equal and that everybody has the same opportunities, you know, and that some people don't give a bollocks about what's going on in the world. And, and when people sort of say, yeah, I'm going away and I'll do what I want, that just says to me. But he's not doing what he. But hold on, he. But but no, hang on, hang on. He was quite clear that he's not doing what he wants. What he's doing is he's going away. He said he'll wear his mask. He'll go by the you know whatever routine is over there or whatever implementations of social distancing. He oh, said yeah, he'll quarantine. Let me, let me while we were on lockdown, I've done everything that was asked that our government asked us. Our caretaker government should I say? I've done everything they asked us. Went done a shop. Went into the shop uh, once a week. When there's a point. Go outside, anything yeah. like that. And so of most, so of most responsible people. And I'll just say one thing: when it comes to risk control management, and that's again what I sort of let's say that's my line of work. You know, the most effective form of risk control is elimination. In other words, if you don't do it, it can't happen. Well, unfortunately, we uh, unfortunately we do live in an economy, Andy. So you can't just eliminate everything because that puts people out of work, that creates despair and poverty, and then you have secondary debts. So let me so let me <laughs> no, let Joan finish what she was going to say. Sorry. Yeah, I just want to say one or two things. First of all, if he's having a great time and he meets a girl and everything, he kind <laughs> of doesn't know uh, the girl or the the makeup from somebody at home, and you run the risk that people mightn't always be very honourable. You somehow can guess it. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, the fact get, that what? Of, what? Are you talking about COVID-19, is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, only talking about that. Yeah, yeah. nothing more. Yeah. Now, you'll have to keep this distance. We could tell you now, the very fact that we're all kind of free to a great extent at the moment, what's wrong with getting sort of back into our stride within our own country? You've plenty of time to go to Spain. And could I add, and if we just think about somebody who's married, if a man and wife take a young child who gets temperature readings a lot from just frivolous things. They can be stopped that the whole holiday has gone from... Well, no, yes, and, and that, is, that is a bit of a warning, by the way, to parents oh, that... Under- I understand know. that myself that when I land in Spain that you have the three checks and all that. I looked into all this before the holiday was even booked, you know. Yeah. I, I did, I did done it with a sense of caution before I booked anything. Yeah, and, and, and that is a word of warning, by the way, to parents who are planning and going away with a child. And Joan is absolutely right. Children tend to get temperatures on a regular basis uh, with infections and colds and snotty noses. And, and if your child has a temperature and you're going into Spain, uh, you probably won't be allowed in or you'll be forced to, into a hotel to quarantine for 14 days while you're there, which could be a complete nutter nightmare and the yeah. Canaries is the best place for that lady to go and you're lucky person but Germany my son has gone over now to Berlin to check on an apartment he has there they're all sitting out as they always do out there and in Tegel and they all sit out at the coffee shop keeping their distance there's no fuss the roads are broader they normally would walk not on top of each other there's an awful lot to be said about the kind of country you're going to you'll go to maybe parts of Spain well ironically enough Germany seen an increase in cases but sorry go on yeah, yeah. they are but they're yeah. in Westphalia and they're all yeah. in the terrible oh. terrible meat factories terrible yeah. meat uh, factories uh, well yeah. it is it is in the meat factories yeah. now can I just say one thing about yeah. the meat factories um, this is something Wait, what is what is the story with the meat what? I, okay. I'm, 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 I, I, I never got an answer to this question what's the story with the meat factories okay let me tell you go ahead Andy well the story is this now because the majority of workers in slaughterhouses also known as meat processors these days, because it's far more sort of clean. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've been doing a bit of a few tours recently of some of the meat processors in Ireland, um, and I've seen the joys of buckets of guts getting tipped into bins. And, right, okay. and, and, and it's lovely. It's lovely stuff. If you want to come back to area, go go go. Wait for the farmer to bring his cows in. Hear the bellowing of the cows. It sort of goes inside. Okay, for Andy, about thanks. Twenty seconds. I haven't had me yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and then it stops, and then you talk to the guy that's picking the guts up and go, "Listen, whatever you do, see this stuff. This is what they they heat up and go." Yeah, but why it. why is so, there an increase of COVID nineteen so in meat factories? Because because our local indigenous workers don't want to work in these places. So often you get the non 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 nationals who because basically that's the majority of the workers in, in meat processors are non nationals, and and therefore, especially like this place in Ireland where rent is high, you'll find that people are more likely to house share. And when you are house sharing, and I'm sure probably the same, absolutely the same in places like Germany, then you are, you are going to be in closer confinement of people and you are going to increase the rate and risk of spreading of COVID-19. And hey, fucking press. But, but in saying that, because everybody has been in a lockdown situation and with the exception of the fruit pickers that came in, for example, they're you know, going back seven or eight weeks ago, though it only seems like yesterday, there, there hasn't been an influx of foreign workers you know, bringing it in, and everybody's in the same roof, you know, in the same country. So I'm, I'm just, I no, find I it unusual that these meat factories seem to have clusters. Sorry, Joan, you want to go? Yeah, sorry. The, fru- the fruit pickers, I would agree with them. They are professionals. They're not Mickey Mouse people like students who don't want to collect fruit. They are well, professionals that come over here. There's nothing every professional year. about picking fruit. In fairness, it, with the yes, they are. 
they're, they're labourers. I would just stop, Joan. When they're labourers, I, 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 I was picking fruit. I, I was picking fruit when I was fifteen, Joan. No, no. I'll, I'll just I've, tell been, you. I've been around all the fruiter places here, yeah. and they I get the same people. Company. Just a minute now. Hang on. I worked get, in that company. Hold now, on, you know. please. I've seen they, them. They get the same people over each year. They are professionals, and I tell you... When you say the same people, they get people from the same country. They're not exactly the same people. No, 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 come on, hang on. I, I'm not disagreeing with the fruit pickers, I, I, because the problem was that, you know, they can some of these companies, it's not it's just not profitable to be bringing in people who are pay, and paying them too much money to do it, and the fruit has to be picked, otherwise it just rots in the fields. People, and yeah. they come over every year, Niall, okay. and they are a hundred percent and I tell you, uh Keelan sat there was a lot of controversy at that time. I get that fruit and I eat it every day of my life and it's spotless, beautiful, professionally um it covered everything. Okay. Well, okay, the, well, the packing, I'm sure, is very professional and the fruit is lovely and I'm not going to, because I do, I've often bought Keeling's fruit myself. Uh, but I, a lot of people kind of questioned the whole idea of bringing over the fruit pickers at the time. Personally speaking, I did. But I know Andy has an issue and a bone of contention there and Andy, I'd rather we didn't raise it right now. I know you're gagging to say something there. Uh, but no, I, I have a... Move on. Oh, yeah. I said move on now. Okay, yeah, I know. Dermot, you're on Classic Hits. Hey, Dermot, Mark is going away in August. You're, or, no, in uh, next week, actually. When are you going away? That's the question. Why sweet Jesus Christ? Yeah, when before, you I anything, before I say anything, before I say anything, what I said last night, the 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 this, the human psyche and the the effects of this virus, Andy is the ultimate ultimate effect of this virus. I've never seen a man. I've never seen a man in my life whose personality has changed since this whole thing has fucking happened. What? He's got so <laughs> He's been a bit grumpy. Right, He's a bit grumpy tonight. In fairness, right? Yes. Just say something that we can have a row there. But go on. <laughs> No, I wouldn't have a row with you. You're a, you're a really decent bloke. And, I, and you know what, Andy? I absolutely agree ah, with lads, you. This is not a bleeding loving. It's a radio show, for God's sake. Well, you know what I mean? No, no, he's a, it is. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I can, I can uh, surmise it or not, but I'm going to get to the point he's, in a minute. He's dead, anyway, yeah. he's dead right in a lot of ways. But no, I booked, I booked in January to go to Cyprus last week in August, 1st of September. And bar the flight being cancelled or not being able to get into Cyprus, I'm going, and that's it. I'm not sitting at home. No fucking way. Am I sitting at home if Aaron Ingus is flying out to Larnaca, and I'm not on that flight? Mm, no go, way. Man. There you go, Andy. Another, another okay, irresponsible person. Going, it's okay. See, I don't mind if Dermot's going. He's all right. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, yeah, but you have a problem with Mark going, yeah. Oh, so I'm not low go, is it? Because you don't know <laughs> correct, me. Correct, Mark, because I like Dermot. Um, <laughs> Come on, Andy. Well, Andy, stick to your guns. You started off by saying it was irresponsible. Yeah, well, I'd say Turbot's not going for the shift, put it that way, in any case. No, 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 and, and, what, and, and what happens if the shift happens, Mark? Are you going to return it down? No, well, I'm not going to go. Out. I'm not going to be looking to go out to nightclubs and things like that. I enjoy Spanish food, Spanish wine. I'm going out there to enjoy the culture. There, he's a, there you go. He's going to enjoy the culture, Andy. Okay, sorry. Getting back to That's the point. Name, okay, Andy. So Dermot is also being irresponsible. Stick to your guns, please. <sighs> Look, I, no, Dermot. Hang on, Dermot. I, I am okay. going to say. 
as I've said to you, it's a matter of personal belief. You know, if you, I, I personally, what I said is what I personally want to do. I'm not, and I said it's freedom of choice now. Everybody has a freedom of choice. I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it. If I can interject here, if I can interject here for one second. Interject away. There's a difference, no. there's a difference with booking, booking a holiday. Now, I'm not having to co-op Mark. Good luck to him, okay? I'm not really not... I'm not ah, on. on anybody's fucking dream. Now, hang on a second. <laughs> if, if we booked in January when there was no COVID-19 ever existed, so if, if the flight goes and the accommodation, everything that's paid for, it's costing us two, over 2,000 euros. So in other words, in good conscience, if it all goes, is going according to plan, and we say, no, you know, we're going to sit at home and look at the fucking rain outside the, the, the back door, mm. and we're going to lose our 2,000 euros because we're not going to get a the penny back. The flight goes ahead. The flight goes okay. ahead, yeah, and you're you not getting money you get nothing back. So yeah. that's, it, that's the reason I'm saying I'm going. If Cyprus, if God forbid Cyprus gets the, goes into lockdown and we can't go, or yeah. something happens here, then I won't go. So there you go. So well, I understand, I, I, exactly, I I understand exactly why Dave's going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but booking, booking a holiday while the pandemic is on is... So Now hold job. on. Are you, then now, are you now calling Mark irresponsible? I'm not calling Me? Mark irresponsible. No, not you, no. Andy, because Jeremy, Mark, Mark has booked his holiday only in the last week. Yesterday, I booked it yesterday. For, and but he's going next week. I go away every year. Last year, this time last year, I, I was in France and I was in Switzerland. I always wait till the last minute to book it because you get better deals. Of course you do, yeah. So Absolutely, I, but I the booked point, it yesterday the, for the 1st of July because that's when it was told Ryanair were going. But in fact, I read there, uh, the 29th, they actually started on Sunday with flights. Yeah. So why not? But the thing, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, what's the problem? Nobody, nobody has told Mark that he can't book it. So if he, if, unless the authorities tell you, unless Tony Hall well, comes on and says, well, Mark, well, they, well, well, in fairness, just because obviously I have a responsibility as a broadcaster, uh, currently the stance of the government at the moment is un, they, they don't advise unnecessary travel. That's still currently the stance, but that most likely will be lifted in the coming days, I imagine. Yeah, I well, one at a time. Well, that's it. And by the way, those advisories are for insurance purposes. Yeah, but sorry, Dermot. The point is that he has only booked it. So is he irresponsible for just booking it, as you would say, in the middle of a pandemic? I. It's a very difficult to answer. I don't. I, I can see where he's coming from. If, if it was me, I it's wouldn't. okay. You won't hurt his feelings. No, no, I know I wouldn't hurt his feelings. I'm sure I wouldn't. If it was me, I wouldn't. I'll tell you, I, that's all I'd say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't piss in his parade and say you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done it. Good luck to you if you do it. Now, is he irresponsible if he if he catches it and brings it back? But then he won't catch it if he brings it back because he will more than likely catch it with the quarantine when he comes back. Yeah, well, he does. He he accepts he has to go to quarantine when yeah, he comes no back. Well, yeah. The thing about the quarantine thing is right. Um, now, the quarantine thing is an advisory. Again. Yeah, it's an advisory. Um, well, I, I don't know what part of legislation they're using for this, no, and, and it not. has been questioned. It's not. Well, the cops no. are down Dublin docks. The cops are down Dublin docks checking people off the boat. I've seen it a number yes. of times. You know, and they want the forms, and they're. Oh well, yeah, the fill out the fill out the forms, all right. So, so you, if you fill no. out your form, right, and you say, yeah. "Yeah, I'm just home from Spain." Um, I, yeah, no problem. I'll isolate. Here's where I live in yeah. whatever it is in Finglas or whatever it is. Are the cops going to be ringing you up every day, going, "How are you doing? Where are you now?" No, I, I believe there's no enforcement. No, there's it. no, there's no enforcement. There's, there's tokenism. Yeah, like there was in terms of the, there was tokenism. Now, 
in terms of the travel restrictions because um, I'm not even going to go into it, but I've, I've stopped a couple of times. Um, and as far as I could say, half the time all I wanted to do was check my windscreen see if I had tax and insurance in my van. Yeah. Um, and and there was no, there was, and I saw, let's say, people are, are guaranteed. Well, you, you had a legitimate reason to be driving around, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I had, I had, yeah, as, as did I. And I, I was stopped no, a few no, times. No, yeah. I, I, no, can I ask Andy something? Ask Andy anything you want. Apart from, Andy, apart from you, his sex life, he doesn't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Genuine, genuine, just a, gen, a genuine question. Are you feeling, are you, are you feeling the pressure of this whole thing? Because you, you genuinely seem to be agitated. Fit to blow a gasket. I, I am fit to I'm fit to blow a gasket, right? And the reason why I'm fit to blow a gasket is because I did things like I didn't see my partner for over six weeks at the start right. of this, right? Um, I work for myself, and I yep. have lost. You know, I I work with a transport company that ran trucks to Italy, and I I did nothing with them for two months. Yep. Um, because it was the right thing to do. I did everything that I thought I needed to do in terms of responsible behaviour. Yet I've witnessed fucking wankers all over the place, you know, sticking two fingers up at, at, at any level of personal responsibility. So yep. when I, I, I believe COVID-19, you know, my sister works in the healthcare system, um, and she was the one at the start of this, said she expects friends of hers to sort of, you know, be at risk and possibly die because they will be at the front line treating patients. Um, and and I, I, I should say, one of the better description, I bought into that because I trust and respect her decision as somebody that sort of, you know, is a qualified, you know, medical professional. Um, and, I, and I did my part. Okay, well, do me a favour, all of you, for a second. Don't seem to bother about it anymore. Okay. I think it's all fucking over. Okay, well, what's, what's say there, everybody, please? Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Paul? How are you doing, Noel? How are you? Good, Paul. You're heading away in holidays. Are you heading away in holidays? No, you're not. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, okay. No. But you think it's grossly irresponsible? I'm I'm on holidays in uh, Wexford, Noel. Are you? I'm going back to March. Say- I'm going away to Spain next week. And uh, he thinks that um, it won't, Wexford won't hit 30 degrees. Yeah, it'll probably hit twenty-eight anyway. Next and what are you doing? And what, where, 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 where are you from? Well, I'm I'm actually from the Dublin Mountains. Right. Uh, lived away all my life. Yeah. Um, decided about twelve years ago I'd move back, and I couldn't have moved to a better place than um, the Wexford. Right. Town. Okay, you're in Court Town. Okay. Yeah, in Wexford. Yeah. All right. Beautiful place. Beautiful right. people. Sorry, Jeremy's singing in the background there. Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> right, so uh, you're basically what you're saying to Mark is why can't he holiday in Wexford? Well, not basically saying. I, I just think it's a bit, little bit irresponsible um, to be going away so soon. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yes, uh, I, I agree. He needs a holiday. Yeah, he and, does. Uh, people need to let their hair down. Of course, we all do. Yeah. We've, we've all gone through, what, eight, nine weeks of hell. More. It's eleven weeks now. Yeah, go. On. Yeah. Eleven weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we're probably going to go through more of it. I've I've lost good friends. Hmm. He's still there. Oh, we've lost him. Well, good. Well, there you go, Mark. He's lost good friends. 
on a sad did note. He, did he say he was from Dublin and he travelled to Wicklow? No, no, he's no, he no, he said no. Twelve years ago, he moved to Exford. All oh, right, yeah, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, so he was saying it's it's going to be twenty eight degrees down there at some point during the summer. Yeah, I had a look there. The, look, the way I see it, you, I, before the break, actually, I'd say it, it, this isn't the middle of the pandemic. This is allegedly we're coming to the end of it. That's why oh, every no, restrictions no, are no, being no, lifted. No, man, are you a, here's a row now. This is this is the point now. This is the whole point of this, right? <laughs> what we're fucking talking about here, and what I've as 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 Dermot has sort of rightly identified, what I am so pissed off about is the fact that I, like many many other people, have like not seen people. Not seen yeah, you, friends, see, not you seen do, family. Sure go, you do sound angry about it. That's maybe because you haven't seen yeah, your partner in what, six I am weeks. Now, sexually now, frustrated no, there or something. No, yeah. It's okay because I have seen it since that. So we're all right, you know. And we have we have lifted the sort of the, the travel ban to within twenty kilometres. So we're okay. So that isn't the reason. What I'm pissed off about is actually isn't the people wankers of, of, of neighbours having fucking parties. Let me shut me back door before I start shouting um, and thinking everything's all right. It's fucking not. Like, you know, do you give a fuck about, let's say, society as a whole, or do you just care about yourself? And oh, but hang, hang oh, on, but, hang on. You, I don't know if you listened to me at the start. I said, I followed Yeah, you said you were going to wear a mask and you were going to follow all the rules yeah, and all that. And I followed the restrictions that was in place in this saying, country. Did you, did, yeah, and I know, and I heard you say that. And what I'm saying to you now is, in terms of what do you believe? Do you believe that the pandemic is over? Or do you actually believe that there's an actually increase across the globe in terms of, of COVID-19 cases? That we're I've, actually seen, reaching, I've, seen, I've seen where Germany is growing. Has, but they're in certain, growing. certain elements, yes, there's parts of where it's and, growing. And how did COVID-19 get into Ireland? Because of fucking international travel. Well, I, I, I think if you look at the statistics, when you talk about what the WHO said over the weekend, which was right. the, the highest infection rate in one day, all right? You have to take into consideration and put this into perspective. When you look at Europe, the infection rates have dropped drastically in the last 10 weeks. The death rate has dropped drastically in the last 10 weeks. Yeah. But now we're seeing other co- countries with larger populations, like uh, uh, the African continent, like Brazil, uh, which have bad sanitization anyway, Andy, and we're bound to be hit hard by these kind of viruses. You're seeing massive amounts of infections there. That's why you're seeing that big increase. Yeah, and, and now it's nothing to do with holiday destinations, or it's nothing to do with Europe. Bollocks! Because it, it's not, Andy. It's not, that's, Andy. You can turn around and say that facts and statistics are bollocks because they don't suit you. The rates no, in Europe no, haven't no. gone up. Niall, hold on a minute. Just like let's just sort of look at how global sort of travel is in terms of global workforces, and that let's just say I come from a transport company background, so I can tell you, and I'm, I'm fruit picking, so let's say I can tell you that. The drivers, at lots of the non-national drivers in Ireland, maybe come from the likes of Lithuania, Latvia, and the drivers that don't want to work in 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 that country, the jobs that aren't, aren't fulfilled are filled by Filipinos who travel around. You know, and in, in in southern Spain, it's the North Africans that come over to do the fruit picking. So we will always have global travel and, and move. Absolutely, and, but, and but I, I, I but I do I do believe countries now should need to be responsible. 
uh, which we should have been doing at the start when it came to China, but however, uh, we need to be responsible now. And I think if we are going to bring in travel restrictions, we should bring them in travel restrictions from countries that have, you know, a lot of infections. So, for example, I don't believe we should allow tourists in from Brazil into Ireland. Uh, that would be a logical thing to do. I don't believe we should be allowing tourists in from the African continent, for example, where they're seeing quite a high rate of infection at the moment. And, of course, the data of some of those countries, by the way, you can't trust either, but some you well, can. I think what you did say is, is like those, those countries don't have so money, that much money, so the chance of that, that money no, no, coming no, into our country... No, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. Unfortunately, you know, you have countries on the African continent, you have countries in Brazil, their sanitation wouldn't be great. Unfortunately, infection rates are very high at the moment. We've seen that in Brazil more so than anywhere else at the moment. So we have to be cautious about allowing people from those countries countries into Ireland and I don't do disagree with Brazil- that. Oh, just, just remind me, what's the Brazilian president busy? What, what drum is he banging at the minute? Well, he had to wear a mask today because he wasn't wearing one. The Supreme Court told him to wear one. But hang on, that's a whole other... other yeah, and what does that tell you about him? Well, I mean, well, in, fairness, in, fairness, in, in fairness, there's no other president of any uh, state in the world who's been asked to wear a mask. Yeah, because he's a fucking... Well, I'm not going to say... Why, what, what's, wrong, what's wrong? He said he didn't want to wear a mask, but the Supreme Court forced him to wear one today. I'd never seen Leo Varadkar wearing a mask, apart from a campaign on a bus one day with, on the Lewis with, with Simon Harris. I never saw Donald Trump wear one. I never saw Boris Johnson wearing one. Because right. they, are the, they are the ones, in fairness, are actually sort of saying that this is a serious situation. The president of Brazil is saying that, really, we don't need to worry about it. It's not that big of a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that's what he was saying. He's not saying that now, I don't believe. Okay, wait, 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 hang on a second. Sorry, Dermot, in relation to what, you know, um, the previous caller was saying about kind of Wexford, why didn't you just to choose to holiday in Ireland? Because you, you, you lose your money. Is that the main reason? Because in January, I booked it in January when we were all we were all. So yeah, um, it shouldn't be about money middle. if you if you really you know on a point of principle. Uh, well, Niall, get classic hits to write me a check for two grand. <laughs> now it's cover me holiday, and I won't go. Yeah, mm. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm perfectly honest with you. I don't. Um, I I don't think that I, I I looked on the Cyprus website, and Cyprus have a huge sway of things in place when they open next week. Category B A countries, Category B countries. Now, I'm, I presume B countries are, are hotspots. Category A, I would hope, would be Ireland. You have to. Well, actually, no. Ireland, Ireland would be faring off pretty badly as far as Europe goes. Okay, well, if, it is, well, if it, well, if it is Category B, I live yeah. with that. In, in a Category B situation, you have to have a positive. Um, sorry, not a positive test. You have to have a test proving you're negative 72 hours before you fly. When you get to Cyprus, you go through all the, 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 you know, go through everything. And when you get to the airport, temperature, blah, blah, blah. If you pick up the virus in Cyprus, and in, within now, I don't, I can't understand that because if you're only gone for two weeks, chances are you, you won't know you have. They're offering to pay for your medical. They're offering to pay for your medical, and they'll yeah, offer to that. put their, your relatives up, and they'll offer this, and they'll offer yeah. that, and the whole lot, because they want tourism back, and the whole lot. So they are doing, it's, it's they are doing things by the book. I just, I'm, I'm getting to the stage, I'm a bit like Andy, I'm getting to the stage where I'm fucked up with the, the way the world is. I'm fucked up with the way work is. I'm fucked up the way everything is. And I, I'm sorry of the opinion, you know, you've got to live. You've got to live. And I want to go on holidays. I empathise. I do empathise. Yeah, okay. Can you understand up. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the text and somebody says, nah, my son who lives with me is going to Spain tomorrow for a week. I'm a healthcare assistant, so I'm nervous when he gets back. <laughs> okay. Uh, ang- angry Andy sounds like he needs a large whiskey. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. Angry, <laughs> angry Andy. Andy. Uh, yeah. Somebody else says uh, people need to get their hair cut before uh, before they can let their hair down. <laughs> Whatever that means. I'm going to Asia first. Uh, first chance I can this coming winter. Well, rather you than me. Uh, okay, let me go to Declan. Declan, uh, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Declan. Okay. Hi, Niall. 
Uh, Declan, I mean, what, what do you make of people who want to go away on holidays, you know, as quick as possible? Well, I can understand, you know, there's cabin fever now has set in after 11 weeks now, yeah. and I work in travel, so, you know, the, the, the thing is, there's a directive from the Department of Foreign Affairs that At the moment. against non-essential travel. Well, that, they, they reckon that directive will be removed within the coming se- next seven so. days, and, yeah. And when that is lifted, then fine, by all means, but for, travel with caution and be on your guard. But do have but, yeah, well, look, that's all we're saying. But I mean, he, Mark is going away next week. More than likely, yeah. it'll be lifted before he even goes. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I hope that is the case. But, I mean, if you were to travel now and you had a travel insurance policy, it's null and void. You're not covered, you know. So I, I'd is, that, is that, by the way, is that, is that the official, is that the case? Because there's a travel advisory of non and yeah. unnecessary travel, you're not covered. Yeah, all bets are off now. Oh, right, know, okay. You know, okay. I you didn't go know against the government gu- guidelines and you are not covered. You're, you're not stop. covered against what? You're not covered against what? You're, you're in case you get you have an accident over there. If you get, you get sick, if you get mugged, delayed. You know, you're against it. I'm, I'm sorry to say this now, but that is the fact. But I would recommend you get a, a European health insurance card. They're free. You can apply for those online. I must get one of those. Actually, yeah, I must. I must actually get one. And it's yeah. the size of a credit card, guys, and, and yeah. uh, that protects you. You know, they, if you if you go to a country within the European Union. The public hospitals there are kind of mandated to look after you if you if you take a turn yeah. for the worst, which is good. Yeah. Okay. No. I, and I, I advise well, everybody because actually somebody asked me about that before, and I didn't actually have one. And I said, "Gosh, I must actually get one of those European." Yeah, What's it's called? European travel card. It just takes five. It's free, minutes isn't online. it? Yeah, it's brilliant. And what, by the way, do you know the website? Just out of curiosity, so people can it, do it. HSC.ie, and then just Google EHIC European Health Insurance Card. Okay. Will that be valid under a pandemic? It would be valid under normal sure circumstances. Oh, I'm sure I that mean, would be, yeah. There's a mutually uh, kind of uh, arrangement there between countries that, uh, you know, in you Europe. have to protect well, well, it won't be valid. It won't be valid in the UK anymore but after, yeah. the, after the end of the year, but, but it will be valid <laughs> I mean, up to the end of the year. I've, I've had a couple of business trips to Mexico and South Africa cancelled, and I was due to be in Portugal this weekend for my nephew's wedding. That's been postponed next year. Right. So, you know, I mean, we just need to be very cautious because uh, we're nearly there, lads. Just have a little bit more patience. But the, the problem is, right, the weather now has changed. So it's gone wet and murky, you know, and it's better value to go down to Spain for a week than to holiday in Ireland. That's, a, that's, that's, the, fact the, that's, the, that's the fact of the fact of the matter. And this is exactly the point of it, isn't it? If we made Ireland more attractive, and you, OK, you can never make the weather more attractive, unfortunately. That's, not, that's yeah. out of our control. But if the holiday or the hotels made it more attractive. And I understand they're in a quandary because they're limited, by the way, in the space they can provide at the moment under the guidelines, so they have to take and make as much money as you can. But I was looking online at some of the hotels and the charges and the cost in Cork and Galway and Limerick and all around the country. And, you know, they are charging quite a lot of money. It would be cheaper to go to Spain. But, but it, begs, it begs the question. Sorry, oh, boy, can, I, can, I just say, can, can I just say something? It begs the question, right? The difference of me sitting on a beach in Cyprus are sitting in fucking, uh, what do you call it, Court Town in County Wexford. Dolly Mountain. The distance around. Dolly the Mount only Strand. I can, I, can, I can pick up, I can pick up the COVID-19 infection in Court Town every bit as much as I could pick it up in Cyprus. Probably. The only difference is the travel to Cyprus, going to the airport, get on a plane. Get well, now, I, I'm, no, I'm going to slightly disagree with you, right, because here's the thing. Why? When you're going to Spain, right, people, people are saying, oh, but Spain have really low cases at the moment or, you know, the Tenerife or whatever it is, they've practically zero at the moment. And that's fine, they have. 
But you've got to remember who's going to be there. Their main business is tourism, right? It's all yeah. tourism, right? So yeah, you've got you've got Dermot from Ireland. You've got, you know, Rudy from Poland. You've got Franz from Germany. You've got all the... I don't want to keep giving out stereotypical names. It sounds very racist, right. to be honest with you. But you've got all these people from all these different countries meeting together. So you've got an amalgamation of every country but, uh, yeah, in one yeah, place. How, how, you're missing, how are you missing the point? When me and my, when me and Christine go to Cyprus, we're not going to be mingling with the Poles and the Romanians and the English and the French and whatever. But, so it, yeah, but it doesn't matter whether you're mingling or not; they're we're touching going to things. And we're going to social distance. Cyprus is not is 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 saying exactly that social distance. It's going to be the very same over there as it is over here. You go to a restaurant or a bar, we're not all going to be holding fucking hands and singing songs. Everybody will be keeping their distance. It'll be a different holiday. But the only difference is it'll be. It'll be 32 degrees instead of fucking 10 degrees. <laughs> I sorry, I have a vision of you. I have a vision of you and Christine in a bar now. I'm not going to get out of my head singing songs in a restaurant holding yeah. hands oh, yeah. with Rudy yeah. and Franz. Drinking fucking, fucking Russian vodka. Are you mad? <laughs> I mean, Noel, I, I work in travel and tourism. And one in 10 people, you know, one in 10 jobs depend on travel and tourism. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And I would love to see yeah. it come back. But and I don't want people developing coronaphobia that you know they don't they don't want to leave their house you know yeah. because travel is very good for you to get out there. You oh, know? it is, yeah. But and, and this is the, what I'm saying earlier on. I mean, like at this point of the of the year, I've usually already gone on holidays. You know, because I have three weeks holidays a year. I'll normally take a week somewhere between Christmas and June, and the other week usually around August or two weeks after August September. So I've usually gone on a week's holidays at this stage at least. And you know, you you do get cabin fever. Yeah. You know, I haven't taken a day off since Christmas. Not a day. Wow. And what's the idea? Can I ask you now? Yeah. What's the story with you, if you don't want me being personal? What's the story with you and your holidays? Would you, you, you were sitting on the fence, okay, on this. What's your opinion? Do you think, would you, would you go? Would I go? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, you would. Yeah, you know, if the if the quarantine is lifted, obviously, because I can't go while it's a quarantine, because I couldn't afford to take four weeks off work. Well, I wouldn't be allowed. My boss wouldn't let me. Okay. All right. Or what I'd have to do is I could take the two weeks, come back, and work from home. Now I can do that, by the way, because as you, <laughs> if you're listening to classic hits on a daily basis, you will notice that many of the the presenters are working from home because the That's technology right. is around to do that. The only difference is with the talk show, obviously, is that there's two people outside here as well. You know, uh, you know, taking the calls, feeding the calls, producing the show, and then well, you I, have I, the tech. I have somebody. Somebody has to be here to push the buttons up and down. So, uh, you know, but so I have to do that. So it's easier for me to do it in the building than do it at home because it requires an extra person for me to do it at home. Yeah. So somebody, so if I do it from home, which I can, somebody has to sit here and push these faders up and down. So we require an extra member of staff. So that's why I haven't right. been working from home. Well, let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. When I do get to Cyprus at the end of August, I'll be on the phone to you. Oh, good. And Thanks, you, Thanks a lot, James. Appreciate that. Over there. Huh? Yeah, I appreciate that, Dermot. <laughs> I will, I will. I'll help you out your map, So, but by the way, getting back to you, Declan, so you work in the tourist industry. What, what do you, can I ask what you do in tourism? tourism? Uh, it's the best job in the world. It's uh, digital marketing for an online travel agency. Right, so what is that? Do you get cheapies? Do you get cheap holidays? I get freebies. I've been in 100 countries and islands around the world. I've been, I just came back from the world's oldest rainforest in February. Um, Swine. In Baloo. I'm jealous. It's the best gig in the world, Mark. Uh, and and, 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 and do you, do you write reviews then? Do you have to write reviews? No, we, we, we work with a lot of tourism boards and suppliers. We go out for events 
um, familiarisation trips, they're known as. Ah, uh, right, yeah, junkets, yeah. Hosted, junkets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, but I did it years ago because I, I did a property show years ago on a radio station many, many years ago. And as part of that property show, there was a lot of foreign properties and we used to get, myself and some of the people from the newspapers, used to get brought on these junkets for three and four days to five-star hotels in Marbella and stuff like that that they were selling off hotel rooms or properties or villas or whatever it was. So it was great. I mean, like they're not like work at all. Some of it is business as well, though, because you establish relationships with the suppliers while you're down there. So if you have clients going out, you have a point of contact down there. They, they tend to look after clients more. And I love the Irish. You know, tourism boards love us because apparently we spend the most money than any other nationality on the planet. Do we? The Irish do. Yeah, yeah we're, we're quite flahoolock, aren't we, with our money? We love to travel as well. You know, I mean... Do you, do you remember the days of the track now when you had some foreign currency left? You'd buy six so ruins in the duty free just to get rid of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we mostly behave ourselves as well. And they love the Irish. It's a great door opener, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what are you trying to say to him there, Dermot? No, I'm not trying to tell him to him. I feel for him because, I mean, this, this is a, this part for somebody like him, this is a fucking nightmare that he's in the tourism. The, the very business he's in is the business that's been crippled. Destroyed yeah. by it, you know. Nine, as I said earlier, on ninety-four billion dollars has been lost in aviation in the last ten oh, weeks. Oh yeah, just, just, just. We don't, we don't. I think we're living, we're living in a bubble at the moment. We do know we're waiting for this bubble to crash and the shit's going to hit the fan across the whole world. Well, in, I, I don't want to see Aer Lingus and BA and Ryanair and Qantas and all the big. I don't want to see them go bust. You know what I mean? I just don't. Yeah, well, the world no, does. will end up bailing them out because that's what keeps capitalism. Well, didn't Qantas announced the other day there'll be no international flights um, till October. That's right. Yeah. And if if I don't go to Cyprus and people like me, me, I'm an individual, me and Christine are a couple going to Cyprus. Yeah, if hundreds of thousands or possibly millions of people around the world like us decide we go to Wexford or we go to our local fucking um, whatever, then we're not helping the, 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 the tourist industry. We're not helping, the, you know... It's it's all a big it's all a huge big picture that every every has to be filled in. What? You're cutting down on global pollution, though. Ah, stop! That's a whole lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you now. I say, I say the eco warrior. I say the eco warriors were delighted over the last ten weeks. Their dream came true. All the planes were grounded. <laughs> before, just before Niall, just before you cut me off. Well, I'm, I'm right not going to cut you off, Tamar. Go on. Before you cut me off, and you probably will after this. I just want to say I. I had I had about twenty minutes. That I was very depressed today because it's a, you know like you didn't guy. listen to Joe Duffy, and did for, you? And for about twenty minutes, I got so cheered up. It was wonderful. What? What did you listen wonderful. to? Wonderful. And all I want to say, and I hope he's listening. He's a fucking. He's a legend. Who? I, I'm not going to mention his name. Who? But you know who I'm talking Joe about. Joe Duffy. He's a legend. No, that fuck. Who? Ray Darcy. Maliki Stinson. Oh, Maliki. Oh Jesus Christ! I believe Maliki was on Joe Duffy today. Yeah, he was on <laughs> talking about fire. the Sean Russell tra- uh, statue in oh, Fairview yeah, Park. Yeah. Whatever about the subject, he was on fire. It was wonderful radio. Right, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to listen back. And what was, poor old Joe was probably blighted by the whole thing. Colin Sean Russell probably a Nazi sympathizer or something like that. Right? Oh, I don't know. No, 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 no. He's, I think he's talking to a therapist at the moment because he, <laughs> was, he was on the back foot today. I'll tell you. Make sure you, Niall, all I'll say is make sure you go to the toilet before you listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I will. Listen, lads, thanks very much indeed. Thanks, Mark. Have, Mark, have Good a great night. time. I will. I'll send, you, I'll send you a postcard now. Do people still do that? I think they do, yeah. Of course <laughs> do. Send us a postcard here to myself, Alina, and Ashling at Classic Hits, all right? I will do. Thank all right, thanks, thanks. And, and everybody else, thank you very much indeed for getting involved in the conversation. I'm glad it was lighthearted. 
Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.